reading is in two bits. It's Romans chapter 12, verses 1 to 14. The first bit is entitled Living Sacrifices. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourselves more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. Just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, who are many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith, If it is serving, let him serve. If it is teaching, let him teach. If it is encouraging, let him encourage. If it is contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. And if it is leadership, let him govern diligently. If it is showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. And the second bit is headed love. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honour one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervour serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with God's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Derek. Some really good, helpful uh, instruction, advice about being a, a church, being a, a Christian, an infectious Christian. Just to reiterate, love must be sincere. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. I hope that you'll do that. And then the part that I began the service with, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Really good thoughts and uh, and advice. I hope that they'll ring true for you now and over the coming months. And it mentions in that reading about being one body. And we are one body. But in different parts, different gifts, different, uh, all sorts of different personalities. And uh, just encourage you in that. And, uh, and encourage to share as one body. And, uh, and welcoming people, encouraging people, joining together as, as one body. It also mentions giving there. And uh, I just need to mention giving I very rarely preach about money because it's a sensitive subject. But just to say, 
that although we're growing in numbers, which is fantastic, we're spending more money than we're taking in by around about three or four thousand pounds a year. And, and that needs to be addressed. And, uh, and so this, the elders will be discussing this church meeting, will be discussing that. But uh, we basically need to, to give more. And uh, there's no levy on membership, but it's, it costs about one pound per day for the church per member. That's just to uh, pay into the central head office in order to pay, uh, pay ministers and, and other expenses. And so uh, any money in addition to that then is needed for the upkeep of the church and, and for the outreach of the church. Things like the drop-in this afternoon that we'll be having. You can't expect the kids off the street to pay for that. And it costs some money. It doesn't cost a lot of money. And so all of these things, we, want to, we don't want to decrease the expenditure. The, we want to increase the expenditure on good projects and outreach and, and stuff like that. And so I just encourage you to, to consider this. And obviously some people can afford more than others. All of us, it's a difficult time in this time of, of recession. So we just need to pray and pray in this money because we don't want to limit what God wants to do. One idea that we've got is knocking down that wall and building another one, <laughs> but a bit further out that way. You can see this morning we're really struggling to fit people in. How good is that? But it costs some money to do that. We'd also like to change the building there to make it um, different. And, but um, uh, we can't do these projects if the, uh, there isn't the resources. I believe in a God who will resource us. And so just pray through, uh, through this and, uh, and we can just pray that, uh, that money in. So what's going to happen whilst Sally and myself are not here when the ministers are, uh, are away? And we may, you may see us around, but we won't be here in, in church. Well, practically, um, the, if there's pastoral issues, Kay, where's Kay? Stand up, Kay. Contact Kay, and we'll uh, be uh, giving the, um, Kay's contact numbers out. And, um, and she won't deal with all of the pastoral issues, but we'll help find uh, people who can help. So thank you for taking that role on, Kay. Anything else? Steve, stand up. <laughs> Steve is secretary. But again, Steve won't cope with anything else, but he will perhaps field and the, the, um, uh, lots of other people can get involved. Because... Um, uh, it's an opportunity for other people to come forward because the church is a body with different people's gifts. So do you know who else will, can take a more active role at this time? Would everybody like to, if you're able, please stand up? If you're carrying a baby, you don't need to, Gareth. That's okay. <laughs> And just look around. All of these people are people who can help and serve one another, encourage each other, um, comfort each other, pray for each other. 
that uh, you are the church and uh, and uh, I just encourage you to get to get more involved when somebody new perhaps come to the church oh whose job is it to say hello to them while you're having a cup of tea it's your job you can look around and you can just talk to people and share with them and uh, just encourage you to uh, to get more involved and be built up please be seated I know we're running out of time, but I've just got to tell you one quick story about Mrs. Nape, Joan Nape. Anne Morgan, who's not here today, but she said I could share it, said as she was leaving that Joan Nape, the elderly lady who used to sit at the back who sadly died in the funerals on Wednesday, was the first person to welcome Anne Morgan. At that time, the church was a, quite a small congregation no children at all. And in walked Anne, Anne Morgan with a number of noisy children. And they ran a bit, bit of a riot round in the service, during the service. And at the end of the, the service, Joan Nape came up to her and Anne Morgan thought that she was going to say, what are you doing bringing those noisy children here in church? But instead, Joan said, how wonderful it is to see you here. Thank you so much for bringing those children. And that was the reason that Anne stayed. And, uh, and that had a, a big effect on the, on the church. And I'm sure that Anne wasn't the only person to be welcomed by, uh, by Joan. So let's rejoice that we can all play our active part. And uh, I'd just like to uh, invite Rona now to bring us our, our next reading. More great teaching about being a church. I'm reading from Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 to 23, and then we read from Colossians 3, verse 12. The supremacy of Christ. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. Whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things were created by him and for him. He is before all things and in him all things altogether. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior, but now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death, to present you wholly in his sight, without blemish and free from accusation. If you continue in your faith, established and firm, not moved from the hope held out in the gospel, this is the gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven and of which I, Paul, have become a servant. 
Just pause there a minute, Rona. Thank you. Did you pick up who's the head of the church? It didn't say Andrew and Sally. It didn't say the ministers. But it said, and he, as in the Lord, is the head of the body, the church. Remember that. He guides us through his Holy Spirit. And just a quick plug, at the end of May, Jill Gifford is coming in the evening. A great Christian teacher. We're really blessed to have her here. Don't forget to come on the, uh, the last Sunday evening in May for that. But don't forget to follow what it says in the Bible. And I'll just end with uh, Rona concluding with uh, another part from the same book of Colossians. It won't appear on the screen. Just listen and let God speak to you through these words about how to be church, actually. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly, as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Amen. I don't think I need to say any more. The Lord has spoken.